What's up, everyone? Let me say that again for anyone that was on vacation, not hanging out. Hey, there we Eli. Go. Feels good to be back, man. What's up, man? Feels, we haven't seen you in forever. Dude, feels so good to be back. I feel like, man, I was dehydrated waiting for you. <laughs> in case you guys didn't notice, we didn't have a podcast out last week. I was in Florida having a good time with the family. We, uh... We're trying to pre-record. That's not our style. No. We like to come out live the best that we can. No. And I didn't like that you were going without me. Oh, You're man. like, hey, man, let's let's pre-record and <clears throat> let's have all the stuff. And I was like, fat, if you let him do that, I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> and then I was like, fat, who does Eli hate? Let's get let's get like a... Some guest on or, or, someone, Jackman that, or, or someone, like, someone that I love. I like you, Jackman. Let's get like a super hot female blonde looking Eli-ish... In it's here. just way cooler than me. Something. Dude, like, have somebody in here, Fat, that, like, ends up being so cool, they just, they, like, take his spot. Eli <laughs> comes happen. back, and, like, the name's engraved in the Can't chair, happen. like a Hollywood fucking See, so I'm glad on set we, chair. I'm glad we didn't even do one. Yeah. <clears throat> well, we just got too busy, too, and, and for those of you that know, right, like, we try not to be romantic. Like, we still, we have day jobs. We're doing real mm-hmm. estate, man, and we're doing, you know, our off-market stuff and on-market and, and training our team. and. Mm-hmm commitments are there so it's yep. nice if we can record ahead yep. of time and keep that momentum going or whatever it may be but if things are going on with the team and we've got training or they need our help with stuff or we've got business with our personal clients that comes first and that's Priorities, always got to come man. first yeah yep 100 but yep. you're back you're rested super happy i'm super happy <clears throat> i've been so lonely i know man i hope our ladies aren't listening <laughs> this late. is going to be a super yeah. romantic yeah. trio today wow. I wish we had a camera on fat because I always do this right here. If anyone's looking at me, that's me looking at fat waiting for him to like. We'll get one. Give me a little winky. We'll get one. (laughs) (laughs) Good topic today. I know we're kind of messing around, but um, we can get right into it and chat about it. I I I like it. I love this one, man, because it's got layers, too. Mm -hmm. And I can't Mm -hmm. wait to talk about the dichotomy of both sides of of how to be that, but then not forcing yourself to be that or just doing things for the sake of doing things. So, yada, so our, yada. our topic you, today. Your topic of choice. Our topic today, breaking the rules and being a cowboy. Being a freaking cowboy. Yeah, what, how and, I and what does that mean? That? That is very, that's a very uncowboy thing of you to do. That's being a fucking cowboy. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you that's know, right, that's right. so we won't be able to boost that clip because yeah, that's all right, though. The gram doesn't like your curse words on right, there. Right, they right. like it to be straight yeah. up. So so what do we mean, man? Break it. Let's start off with being a cowboy, dude. Because right. you've told me that about you since day one and it just yeah. it just clicks. I understand it. I I don't know if you know a lot of people know what, what exactly you mean by you know, you're just a fucking cowboy. I'm a cowboy to the bone, man. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's um you know, I, I've heard this from several people and you know, I good friends with Cerrone back in the day and, and hung out and and He's one of the biggest ones there is. But this is also bigger and just in the Marine Corps as well. And, you know, or just like that term, cowboy the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, cowboy the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Handle your, you know, handle your stuff or, you know, whatever you're doing. But also just being a cowboy. So let's talk about that. Let's go from the beginning. So if anyone can see my phone here instead of my my handy dandy notebook that I usually have right below my big old elbows. Yeah, I got my phone yeah, today. Yeah. Um, but let's talk about it. <clears throat> so a cowboy, you know, I guess common, common themes. Um, it's just against the grain, spontaneous, yeah. never yeah. quits, doesn't take no for an answer, unpredictable. That's a good one. Rough around the edges, um, dies on his own sword, mm-hmm. and knows how to treat a lady. You know what I'm dude, saying? Who doesn't like <laughs> and, and all those things are so true, dude. And what I love about it is at the end of the day, who doesn't love a cowboy, dude? 
Well, <clears throat> yeah, and sometimes that can be misconstrued as like a bad boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I don't necessarily think I don't even know what the definition of, of a bad boy is, but um, you know, it just just with the Marine Corps man and, and being a part of Special Operations Command and slinging guns and training and preparing for combat and just having to think outside of the box and having to be spontaneous and, and ready for anything, man. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. you kind of feel like a cowboy and, and that you like having that mentality. Cause I think it just, it helps prepare you for, for the unknown. And I think that's the other piece to a cowboy, right? Is they're always, you know, I guess for my interpretation from like old Westerns mm-hmm. and yeah. whatever, right. Yeah. Just like they're always on to the next thing, mm-hmm. you know, they're into mm-hmm. the next town onto the next thing or conquering something new and, and mm-hmm. those things. And, um, you know, I like that mindset. I like that mindset in business. You know, I think our I think our battlefield is business. You know, the battlefield of business. So, the way that I I tend to correlate things is to things that I I can speak to or recognize, and 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 I it just I can visualize. Mm-hmm. So the battlefield of business puts me in the same mindset of like training for a battlefield. You know, as a marine. You know, mm-hmm. and just the unpredictableness. That's mm-hmm. the right word for it. And just being prepared at all times, but then taking pride in being prepared at all times. But you know, man, like not always playing by the rules. Yeah, <laughs> there's a couple. Uh, some people call that great. Listen, man, we didn't always play by the rules. So there might be some rules that I've Dude, left behind can, that are man. still bent. Yeah, you can't play yeah. by the rules, and that's why you know I think this correlates to business so well. well you dude. can this. Uh, well, yeah, and this can. is such a like I feel 100%. like hundred percent. I feel like I'm super thinking on this podcast mm-hmm. right now because I don't want to say anything inappropriate. Mm-hmm. I don't want to take anything out of context. I don't want to make people especially for young listeners we have a lot of young mm-hmm. listeners and like my, my instagram's been getting some good traction and my mm-hmm. biggest traction is like 18 to 24 mm-hmm. so i don't want people thinking that like screwing your buddy over right. or cheating or breaking a right. law or you know like money laundering yeah. no right. well maybe bank robbers back in the day might have been cowboys or maybe they weren't they were bank robbers but yeah. they looked like cowboys because they were on horses with hats i don't know yeah i just I'm trying to make sure I slow myself down and, and speak to what I can and just make sure that I'm staying within the context. Well, here, I'll, I'll elaborate a little bit. So the extra layer yeah, on top of- Yeah, be a cowboy, man. Get extra, yourself in trouble, The extra you? layer on top of being a cowboy um, is the title of this podcast, which is just breaking the rules. Uh, and I've always loved this. And honestly, that's why I love being an entrepreneur. So before you go there- Yeah. <laughs> sorry, I'm going to speak Dude, over I, you. <laughs> I know. I, yes, Will. <laughs> Okay, it's not. Go like, ahead. Okay, Mister went on vacation, <laughs> and I had no say in it. Yes, will before I go there. <laughs> no, <laughs> before you go there. Okay, because I I, I feel like I, I, I want I'm craving okay. some some thoughts from you. Okay, but I'm trying to gear them. Okay, is it breaking rules or is it just like thinking outside of the box or just creating scenarios that rules didn't think of? Well, right. Why I love being an entrepreneur. Right. Back to my original thought that ties in perfectly with what, what you're going to ask. Thank you for making me feel better. <laughs> well, I love being an entrepreneur is because it allows this free space where you're allowed to break the rules because there really aren't any fucking rules. Yeah. Outside of paying your taxes and being a good person, I love entrepreneurship because it's like the Wild West, man. Like, yeah, there's guidelines, right? There's hard nose on a few things, right? You can't go and rob a bank. You can't go and kill somebody, right? We get that. However, outside of that, that's why I love the Wild West and those Old West movies because it was like, hey, guys, like, you know, we got this speakeasy here and we've got this here. Like, <laughs> everyone's just kind of doing their thing. And that's yeah. how entrepreneur life is because there's just no guidelines, man. Well, there's not. It's, yeah. you know, it's kind of like, um, so the way I articulate that is everyone 
<clears throat> not in a selfish way, mm -hmm. but like there's plenty to eat for everyone. Like I was talking to my buddy Alex um, over the weekend. Mm -hmm. He owns a brokerage, mm -hmm. you know, and we were talking about different ideas and he's got a completely different business model than we do. And, and we got ours. And but we were still talking and something that him and I have always said or how we're always OK to collaborate because there's so much out there. There's so much Dude. real estate for people to eat. I don't need to be afraid of giving you an idea because you're not going to steal my business. Mm -hmm. Like there's so much, especially in Denver, mm -hmm. there's a ton. But what I like that is it's kind of like a, like a free fighter zone, man. Like it's, it's everything for the taking, mm -hmm. right? So it's what you make of it. And it's not everyone out for themselves. <clears throat> That's the wrong way to say it, but it's kind of like, there is no glass ceiling yeah, to no. this thing, right? right? Like there is no, like I'm at my job. I do what I'm told and sometimes they let me get creative or improvise, but it doesn't change my pay mm -hmm. or my bonus and nothing against those jobs more than okay with those jobs. If that's for you. Mm -hmm. And I think more people need to, to be honest with themselves about the type of jobs they have. Cause not, you know, entrepreneur entrepreneurship or this wild, wild west thing we're talking about, man, it's not necessarily for everyone. It's, it's not. not. And honestly, you know, dude, we need people in cubicles. When I call customer service, wow. I need someone to answer the phone. Fat. Like, we do, man. We do. There's I nothing wrong with that. I felt like you looked that. right at fat when you That's said very... cubicles and like, <laughs> when those Fat's foreigners. That's the last person I would look at. <laughs> I know. He uh, looked at me. <laughs> shut, shut up. <laughs> we need those foreigners and those cubicles. No, nah, dude. You need, no, I know you need you the nine to five people. And there's some people, man, like that just checks such a big box for them. And it's, you know, security in their mind. And they can go mm -hmm. home and not worry about work. I don't, I honestly don't wish entrepreneurship on anybody, man. I, I don't. Do. It's not easy, bro. It's I know. It's not easy. Perspective, man. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I wish a lot of things on people. Sometimes I wish there was mandatory military slash community service. Like, that I agree. If you want to go to the military, cool. If you don't want to, like if that's not your thing, but okay, well then you can do community service. Do the and IDF, I think man. Like. Israeli Defense Force. Mm -hmm. I served with them, man. Mm -hmm. I was in, I was in Israel. Um, can't necessarily speak about it. We're going to yeah. leave that alone, but. But that's what you they know, do out there. Men, they have men mandatory women, military. 18, you're in the military. Yeah. Yeah, they do, man. And, and How long they, do they serve? Two years. Two, two years. years mandatory. Yeah. Um, you know, and men and women are involved. And, you know, like they've got a, when we were doing some training out there, um, you know, like the their schoolhouse, their scout sniper schoolhouse, they had females training students because your mm -hmm. males, your male snipers for them were out gotcha. on the lines of right, Israel right, and right. defending and doing their thing and, and setting up their spies and and um like their hides and stuff and mm -hmm. they needed every guy they could get mm -hmm. that was prepared so the females that were just great shooters that could understand tactics and training would run the schoolhouse <clears throat> yeah like you know we met one or two of the guys but um primarily it was female interesting so it's interesting how they still don't necessarily want women directly involved in combat but they still have a role right um but there's a lot of pride in that country man um they kind of need everyone they can mm -hmm. that's in you know, that's there and if you're a dual citizen so like mm -hmm. if you're a citizen but you live in america like one of the girls that i met can't remember her name not that it's important but she was an instructor there she was from illinois no like shit. i remember saying hi to her no shit. and i was like hey what's up and she's just what's up dude and then right. you're like yeah what like i don't know if she said what's up dude but yeah. she said something like that like she was one of the homies right yeah. what's up bro whatever yeah. But no accent, no, you know, hello there, very yeah. nice to meet. whatever the fuck so accent. So she had to come out there. <laughs> whatever accent I'm trying, yeah. But if you want to maintain your citizenship, you have to go do your mandatory military. Wow. So if you're a dual citizen because of your parents or however it works out, I, I don't know the lo the logistics behind yeah. it, but you have to go. Huh. And you got to just serve your two years there, you know, to maintain your citizenship. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. super unique, right? And there's some it pride is. there. So for me, when it comes to perspective, and I could be jaded mm -hmm. because I am a, <clears throat> I don't want to call it a, 
a late bloomer. That sounds inappropriate. Not the, and I wasn't a late, <laughs> late bloomer for the for the record. For the record. I don't even know what the hell we're talking about today. We're fat. Just keep this thing rolling. We're gonna figure it out. Um, what was I saying about being uh, a late bloomer? I'm guessing entrepreneurship. Oh yes, yeah. yeah. So for me, I technically right like after I left that fitness company, you know, I was 33. Almost 34 years mm -hmm. old mm -hmm. before I was in a full-on entrepreneurship role. I yeah. was number two in a company prior to this. Prior to that, man, it was it was law enforcement and mercenary work and Marine Corps. And But I think I've had an extraordinary success rate with entrepreneurship yeah. because of falling back on some of the qualities that I've learned over time with leadership and perspective. And, you know, like Fat and I had some great conversations over the weekend, you know, and even he's learning a ton and, and that's going to help him better, <clears throat> you know, and just the endeavors that he wants to do in addition to this podcast, you know, and encouraging him to do that, but giving perspective on it. Um, I think that's important. So mm -hmm. I fear, and if you are who you are, cool, right? Like, and this is, we're going to talk about this too, man, because yeah. one of my topics today is like, Okay, you're a cowboy and you're against the grain, you're rough around the edges and cool, man. But being that, just for the sake of being that, to be different, that's not what I'm getting mm -hmm. at. Mm -hmm. You know, and I, and I heard that from Shantosh. Mm -hmm. He had a podcast of his and he was talking about just zigging when people zag. That's how I'm saying it. He didn't, right, I'm not right. quoting him here, but yeah. the cliff notes of what he was talking about was like, hey, like, Sometimes doing what the masses are doing is okay. It's just the right thing. Like you don't always have to be different. You don't always have to do something different. And for me, young entrepreneurs <clears throat> scare me to an extent because of the lack of perspective, because the lack of, of just self-awareness, because the lack of like understanding, not needing to impress everyone or not mm -hmm. needing to just just go off the deep end and, and be different with everything that you're doing. And now you're born entrepreneurs that are like you, <clears throat> you're not stopping them. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. people that are younger that have access to YouTube and all these things that you and I didn't and it starts implanting that seed, you know, like Chloe at school, man, like my daughter, you know, she's in fourth grade now. And last year when she was in third grade, the number one thing kids wanted to be was a YouTuber. That's crazy. Not an astronaut yeah. anymore. No, not a professional no. baseball no. player. And it's all good. It's not good or bad. It just, Hey, look like that's what's in. That's what's popular yeah. to kids. You know, there's a ton of kids on YouTube playing video games and different mm -hmm. things and cool. But, but I do think that it does create an epidemic of like, you're going to get these kids that are like 17, 18, 19 years old that grow up around that. And then they start forcing themselves into that category. <clears throat> just like we had the epidemic mm -hmm. with college where kids mm -hmm. were forcing themselves or parents were, forcing themselves into that epidemic that wasn't necessarily them. And I don't think parents are ever going to force you into entrepreneurship. Right, right. I don't think it's going to go that far, but no, no one talks. Well, about, here's, here's, they don't talk about depression. They don't talk yeah. about some of the suicide. They don't talk about some of the things that are real stressors well, with young entrepreneurs. When you're trying to force it and what's probably going to happen with a lot of those kids is they're going to be so focused on the followers and how many likes that they got and how many subscribers they have on their YouTube channel that they're missing the cowboy aspect and what I like about us. And this is like the wrong kind of breaking the rules is buying your followers, buying your subscribers, mm -hmm. the right kind of breaking the rules and being a cowboy is just not giving a fuck about how many subscribers you have. And you're still putting mm -hmm. out con good content day after day after day with the best quality there is because you're a fucking cowboy, man. You don't do anything. That's not good quality. Right. Right. And, and true to yourself. Like you got to be yourself. You. Yeah. So if what you're doing is against the grain and, but that's like, Let's give an example. Yeah. <clears throat> because I think most importantly, especially for like young listeners, we have a lot of young listeners. I, and I, that's cool, man. That's super cool. I kind of feel like a, a big brother, you know, but so let's give an example to that. You and I were, um, 
we're fit mm-hmm. <laughs> moderately, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like you might be more fit than me. I, me in person, <clears throat> and I'm not bragging. I'm just going to be very matter of fact. I get, especially, and we're talking the scope of real estate. Right. If I walk up to a crowd of people at the Olympia, no, man, nobody's scared of me. Nobody's looking at me like, oh, wow. Right, right. No, man, I'm a bigger guy, but not in, like in that grand scheme. Like, no, man. However, in Denver, and I'm in real estate, I'd like to say I'm one of the bigger guys as far as fit. Yeah. There's guy, like right now, I'm down to 250, mm-hmm. right? At, at six foot, almost six one on my mm-hmm. best day, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. 250. You know, and for a while, it's 265. Uh-huh. So, but in like, usually, and this is no disrespect to anyone. When you see someone my body weight in real estate, they're obese, they're fat, yeah, they're right. overweight, they're whatever word you want to put on. They're just a bigger person. Or fuck any industry outside of bodybuilding. Any industry, yeah. right? Just overweight people. But for me, man, like I, I definitely get a unique look from people when I walk into a room mm-hmm. for a buyer or a listing preso mm-hmm. because I'm just I don't think I'm what people expect. Right. You're still extremely fit for our industry and what people expect, and then. We're both tattooed, right? Like I'm tatted to the gills. You're getting there, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you have you hang out with me another day, you're gonna get more. No and kidding. your wife likes no it, kidding. I know right? Too, so yeah. like, <laughs> I'm like putting money away it's every commission combo. check right, I get right. to get you some more shit, right? right. Um, and we don't cover it up. Yeah, we're not, you know. And this is nothing against suits. So I'm not saying that suits are the wrong thing in real estate. Not at all. Yeah. If that's who you are, cool, you know. But at the same time, like you and I are just, we get a better response and we're more comfortable wearing the clothes that we choose to wear mm-hmm. and not choosing to cover up and, and hide tattoos, but expose them and almost enjoy exposing who we are. Mm-hmm. And there's a great reaction. Mm-hmm. But again, like there's a lot of people that cover a lot of things up mm-hmm. or dress a certain way because the masses dress a certain way. And mm-hmm. of course I do my laundry. Of course my shirts are dry cleaned and they're pressed and they look nice, but they're not suits. Right. So trying to give an example here, as far as like, especially for an industry, if you know, if you know, and if you're familiar at all with real estate, we don't look like that at all. No, but right. we're a top one percent producing team mm-hmm. nationwide. You know, like we 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 do incredibly well. We've got a great team, and our team is not a bunch of bros. We've no. got women from fifty five years old, you know, to our age, yeah, all the way down to their mid twenties, yep. and some of them are soccer moms that kick ass. And you'd be surprised how how strong some of those women are, but they mm-hmm. don't necessarily look like us. Mm-hmm. So. As far as like that cowboy sense, I'm trying to give and and please help me out here if you can, if you can add on to it. But this is one example of you and I are kind of like cowboys, I guess, in Mm -hmm. real estate as far as just being against the grain. But again, we're not I'm not forcing that. I get a better response. Not necessarily if you put a suit on me, I look like a CIA agent. I'm just too big of a guy and it's almost too intimidating. And you it and is, I do a lot is. with our sphere and our yeah. friends. So when people remember me from the gym or they remember me from a family barbecue and then I show up in a suit, they're almost like, what's the catch? Well, right, are you getting right, all sales right. you know on I me? Mean? It's hard. Now, if I if I paid for all of my leads and I'm trying to get some, you know, and people expected that. You've got that, for, that one first impression. But maybe like, that's what they want. There, yeah. may, there might be some people that just right. want their realtor to look like that. And and God bless Gary V for just knowing his shit and doing so well and wearing a hoodie because I think it allows people to just pay more attention mm-hmm. to people's proficiency mm-hmm. versus what, what they're wearing, you know. But for the longest time, you know, like what you wear, it was like so important that you're dressed up and like you and I are not that. Mm-hmm. And we're, <clears throat> man, we're successful right mm-hmm. now. We're, we're, you know, we got a long way to go, you know, but especially for, for the, the, the duration of time that we've been here, you know, we're crushing and 
we don't look anything like anyone. But yeah. I want to preface that for the young listeners. Like, we didn't come up with some idea to like, hey, how can we just look different than everyone? Yeah, we're not right? trying to do anything. And and here's no. the thing, too. You know, you kind of go through your phases. Like, I know when I first started real estate, uh, prior to working with you, yeah, I wore my, like, button-up collar t-shirt and my you black dress those. pants. No, I mean, like, tucked in, oh. ironed, like, yeah, oh, that shit. whole deal. I know. And it was terrible. And it, was, and it didn't, like, hurt me or anything, but I also don't feel like that was exactly me. You know, the reaction that I get from people when I put on what I want to wear today within reason, right? Mm -hmm. Within reason. Um, yeah. You and I tend to wear Levi's like just it's nice authentic dude. And, 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 and for me, it helps with self-confidence too, which, you know, that takes you, you know, a thousand steps forward in business when mm -hmm. you're confident in your delivery. And then, yeah, people are looking at you and they're like, wow, they're not what it adds to the whole just appeal of mm -hmm. what, what are these guys? What are they? They're different, right? Look, man, they can't quite put you in a box. Right, right, right. I don't want to be in any box. Yeah. Yeah. Not that I'm a circle. I'm just One of the things I've got here, man, is, you know, being a cowboy, breaking the rules, understanding that there's in entrepreneurship, there's really no so, rules for you to follow. Yeah, and I'm trying we, not to cut you off again. Yeah. Cutting you. I think, and by the way, before you went on vacation, you were like all over my shit, so I don't want to hear a word. Uh, shit. But when we talk about breaking the rules, right? Like we're not talking about like rules that like the real estate commission put out. So, but yes. for example, right, like right, right. going back to our our attire, that's that's kind of like metaphorically breaking a rule. Like yes. we don't look cookie cutter. We're not in right. suits. Like you know. We do it, show a ton of tattoos with, everywhere we go. Because like, we are in like a board certified licensed position, there right. are literal rules that we have to follow. But speaking to the grand scheme of just entrepreneurs in general mm -hmm. um, and just that open playing field that it is, I think having that whatever it takes mentality of, all right, because there really aren't any rules in this area and because I'm a cowboy and because I'm confident in myself, you do develop that mentality of, hey, I, I'm going to do whatever it takes to feed myself, feed my horse, make sure my wife and kids are protected on the prairie. And you know that when you... When <laughs> I thought he was going to say hose. You know, <laughs> I did. I thought horse was hose and my butt that's was funny. puckered. And I was like, where is this going? And <laughs> and funny. and I, I'm going to hear a knock and it's going to be Megan. That's hilarious. But it's your horse. I'm yeah. glad you have a horse. Making sure your horse is fed and taken care of. We don't feed those hoes. And at the end, of the, and at the, end of the day, man... You're, you're like cats, right? <laughs> that neighborhood cat he just keeps coming back to the door bro we can't I, do it i wouldn't know will yeah uh, i wouldn't know <laughs> <Shut your mouth. laughs> uh, but dude having whatever it takes man mm -hmm. makes obstacles so much easier to handle something comes in your way you're like hey whatever it takes moving around and it. you're also accepting responsibility yes. so you're not you're in a place where and not you specifically but you in general like just just for the sake of the conversation like you're you end up when you accept responsibility and you're being that entrepreneur and you're doing whatever it takes, like mm -hmm. everything is on your shoulders. Mm -hmm. There is no one else to blame, but there's mm -hmm. some freedom in that. Right. Mm -hmm. And there's, and it alleviates you spending time wasted on pointing a finger, blaming, blaming other circumstances yes. versus just focusing on that obstacle and making sure that, you know, no matter what it takes, you know, you're going to get the job and, done. And we did the same thing in the Marine Corps. That's the cowboy aspect right there, dude. Like when you're in, like we always talk about when you're when you know your basics, when you're brilliant mm -hmm. at the basics, when you know you're proficient at what it is that you do and you have that self-confidence that FYI develops over years of doing your craft mm -hmm. guys and young entrepreneurs are listening. 
you may not have that confidence yet, and that's okay. That'll develop. That's why I'm such a fan, not to make people be like me. Yeah. But that's why I'm such a fan of, like, youngsters. Like, even if you do have, even if you are, like, an entrepreneur blood, like, just going and experiencing other stuff, other industries or just different chains of command and just building that perspective, I think it helps with not only your self-awareness, but it also helps with just your delivery and mm-hmm. And just checking off a ton of boxes of yep. what to do and what not to do and just taking things that you like from one thing and leaving stuff from another that you don't and then applying that, you know, to going and doing. getting a damn job. That's breaking entrepreneur rule one oh one right there. Oh, <laughs> I wanna be an entrepreneur. I'm gonna go get a job. You have oh, you're but, having a bad day, it's hard today. Hey, go be a Walmart greeter. No, no, even worse than that. Because Walmart greeter could be fun. You yeah, do true. that right. Yeah. And you could be passing out your fucking uh your hype CD yeah, yeah. while you're being a, <laughs> right, right? Right. What do we call those? Your mixtape. Uh, your mixtape. You yeah. could be handing out a mixtape being a Walmart greeter. Now, if you're at the register bagging groceries, right? Not not as fun. Well, right? fuck, man. Like, and that's that's what I did. Like, you can learn some shit. And that's something that you could literally go do. When I was flipping homes and personal training, I went and worked for a mortgage company. I got a W two job, a real job, nine to yeah. five. How was that? Actually great. Yeah, actually great. Um, I was there like a year and a half or so, like I yeah. think two years. But dude, I learned so much shit about real estate and that back end of the real estate industry that most realtors don't even know. See, and that's the research and development. And that's like in the Marine Corps, what we call like reconnaissance, yeah. right? Like yeah. just being able to just know your battlefield the best you can before you actually dive into it. And mm-hmm. we were talking to Fat a little while ago. And oh, well, I guess, no, no, you were on vacation <laughs> drinking margaritas. <laughs> Fat and I were working our asses off. Right, right, right. And talking. Yeah. And um, I'm joking, by the way. <laughs> it was Corona. <laughs> it was Corona. Yeah. Um, but he, you know, and it was interesting when Fat was like, yeah, man, when I decided to kind of dive into this, I didn't, like, he didn't work for a year. He just started taking courses online and YouTubing mm. and buying programs and just diving into videography yeah. and editing and just how to do it. And he spent an entire year just prepping before he even entered that battlefield. And even mm. now, like, he's not a podcast guy. No. Nope. But now he is. Yep. We want like, and there you go, breaking rules, like, you know, like just creating like, hey, we've got an audience and people want to hear some things. And like, do we want to talk about real estate? No, mm-hmm. we don't. Why? Mm-hmm. Well, we want to apply it to just entrepreneurship in general. This isn't a scope of real estate. This is a scope of just being creative and understanding how to create a hustle mm-hmm. and just understanding pipelines and how one thing can derive from another, you know what I mean? And like, mm-hmm. dude, as this podcast continues to grow, can this be a source of income? Mm-hmm. Ask Joe Rogan, you know, we're not, no, we're not. Joe Rogan today. And that's okay, but being consistent and growing this the right way and not being romantic with what we try to approach and what we try to do and some of the creative ideas we have mm-hmm. for the podcast specifically as it grows. Yeah, man, you bet your ass that could be bigger than real estate yep. all on its own. Yep. So it's it's that entrepreneur mentality of just paying attention to your battlefield and noticing when opportunities present themselves and then mm-hmm. taking advantage of it. And then, you know, when we were doing this, we built this table, mm-hmm. right? ordered it mm-hmm. up, built mm-hmm. it up. Got got what we needed. Like started looking and hey, what figure is figure it out, dude? Who you figure know what, what type of video is good? What uh-huh. type of video is not good? And then Fat's not an an incredible audio guy. He looked it up, figured it out. Like let's ball out, let's do it. And like here we are. And I think I'm looking at him, and he's got a paranoid look. So I hope we're still streaming because <laughs> I'm complimenting him, uh, and he's like biting his nails right now. And I'm like, is yeah, it frozen right. again? And he doesn't want to tell me. Oh, he's shaking his head. No, good. All right, we're All right. good. no, we're good, or no, we're not. We're good. All we're right. good. But just having that, like that cowboy mentality of like fat could have been like, hey, you know, like, hey, I don't do that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. right. Like, hey, are we we all together in this and, ride, you know, ride or die and doing our thing? And like, yeah, 
fat cowboys up and learns how to do it. Mm-hmm. And bef- and lo and behold, like, hey, he's pretty good at it. And then now, you know, out of all things fat likes to do, right, it's not it's not boring ass real estate that he likes to do. It's not walking through houses. Fat's like, hey, I love the podcast. I love doing that. Right, right. An Asian cowboy. You know Dude, Shanghai of? Noon. Shanghai Noon. Yeah. Shanghai yeah, Noon, yeah, yeah, yeah. bro. Hey, uh, <laughs> somebody look that up. I want to get some Shanghai <laughs> Noon quotes for Fat to, to say next time. But uh, I'm definitely not Owen Wilson. But these are all great points, yeah, man. And yeah. I know you've got some notes. Yep. Um, I've got one cheat codes, like breaking all the rules and then, mm. you know. like Let me give you a quick lead into that. Oh, quick. cutting me off. Give me a, Before you continue. Give me a lead in. So I heard this quote a little while ago, and I'm always super careful who I I'm say sure this. I said it. Uh, probably. <laughs> I'm always super cautious who I say this quote to because I know it can be taken out of context, and I know people just listening to if it you now ain't cheating, might have you ain't trying. Yeah, dude. Oh, if God. you're not cheating, you're not trying, dude. You're an integrity value, dude. And that thing clicked with me because I just got it. I understood where it was coming from, mm-hmm. and and I'll let you take it from there. But if you're not cheating, you're not trying. Will's touching on some cheat codes. I'm not t- yeah, I'm not take touching it, that. Take one. it away. I, I have integrity. <laughs> like. No, I th- here's the deal, man. Depending on how people take that, yeah. um, is really that that's where just intent mm-hmm. like oh if you're not cheating you're not trying like some people might take that as a, as in like short sign documents or, for your clients right, right right no i did not say sign documents for your clients right you know what i mean like for me the cheat code is work mm-hmm. you know like i'm thinking of like you know kate plays that you know she loves anime plays video games the hottest gamer i've ever seen in my life right i don't know how i ended mm-hmm. up with her but it's baller i'm trying to convince her to like play games and like what Instagram girls play games in. Naked. Uh, yeah. yeah. She looks at me all live stupid. stream. Yeah. I haven't exactly like asked her that. And we got two kids, probably not very feasible, whatever <laughs> sidetrack. But <clears throat> I'm thinking like those cheat codes of like, Hey, you could, you could buy this and, and get right. to a higher level, but you're okay. So you get to the higher level. All right. You're still going to get murdered. Yeah. Cause yeah. there's good players or you can get the cheat codes where you just don't die at all. Well, now you're not playing the game. Mm-hmm. Now mm-hmm. you're not playing. There's no risk. Like if you're an entrepreneur spending your daddy's money all the time, like, well, there's no more risk anymore. Mm-hmm. You don't have any skin in the game. So the mm-hmm. cheat code of where, you know, you don't die at all. You might as well not even play that game. Like right. there's gotta right, be right. risk involved. Yeah. So for me, okay, you get cheat codes and you get more bonus points or more bullets or a higher level. But if you're not prepared for that level, you're still going to get smoked. Yes. So that's for me where it's like, <clears throat> instead of trying to do that, why don't you just put more time in? Yep. Like, why don't you cheat the game? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Why don't you cheat the hustle? Especially like in real estate, like people aren't working, Dude. man, the stuff that I've been exposed to. And I'm, don't get me wrong, man. I'm super stoked for our achievements that we've had, but our achievements I feel are partially because, Hey, we're talented and we've done some great things. The other side is people just aren't fucking working and right. we're just big fish in small ponds. Right. And no disrespect to ourselves, but look, man, anything we accomplished in a year and a half, mm-hmm. that's that outstanding. You have to question your audience or your, um, your competition, right. you know? So for me, but then I start seeing that and I go, Oh, Oh, you don't want to eat. Uh huh. Okay. Like, so for me, like the cheat codes are like working on More social work. media campaigns on at More. night. More, you know, more, like like more. with my Instagram, mm-hmm. like I've been organically growing 400 followers in 90 days. Mm-hmm. Dude, you see me during my day. I'm not off my phone. Like nope. I'm, I'm messaging every single follower. Hey, every appreciate the follow. It's a big, I'm not yep. copy and pasting either. Yep. I'm looking at their page and I'm thanking them, you know, and that's the cheat. It creates right interaction. Right. And before, you know, then you get some shout outs from, I got a shout out from a pretty big page and that, that helped a ton. And, but then you still got to go back and do right. those messages and do the grunt work. 
do that just mm-hmm. dirty work mm-hmm. that nobody wants. Everybody wants a shortcut. And I, I always relate this to fitness too. Like whatever diet pill you think is out there, there are some diet pills that are going to suppress appetite. There are some diet pills or supplements that can help burn body fat, but it will not outperform a bad diet. Mm-hmm. It just won't. You mm-hmm. got to put the time in. So for me, the cheat code is what everyone else isn't doing. Yes. And that's putting it in the is. time. That's like, okay, you're doing real estate or whatever your your business is during the day. Cool, right? And you're hustling, you're doing your thing, and you're meeting your clients. And what are you doing at night? Mm-hmm. Everybody's watching mm-hmm. Netflix or or what? Like, all right, hey, I could get, hey, kiddos are in bed. I could get back on my phone. Yep. Send messages yep. out. They don't see them right away at night because it's like, I don't care. They'll see them the next day. All good. But, you know, or, or just thinking of ideas, brainstorming podcast ideas. You know, building different social media campaigns, editing photos like, you know, fat, fat does a a ton of our stuff, obviously. Right. But then I've been having some fun with editing photos for fun Mm -hmm. every once in a while. So for me, those are like that's like the break in the rules where it's like, no, I'm not a photo editor. No, I'm not a marketer. No, I'm not a brand builder. No, I'm I don't have a degree in business. But for some reason, we're really fucking good at all of it. And I think mm-hmm. that's your entrepreneur. That's your cowboy. Like a cowboy doesn't need someone to take care of his horse. Mm-mm. Doesn't need him to clean his guns. Mm-mm. Doesn't need someone to teach him how to shoot his guns. Doesn't t- need someone to teach him how to ride. Like he kind of just, he's his own little utopia and he's self-sufficient yep. at everything he does. And he's yep. good at everything he does. And, he's, and he survives. It's the same thing as an entrepreneur. The more that you can place on upon yourself to be proficient. at, I know Gary V talks a lot about, Hey, whatever you suck at hired out. Mm-hmm. cool but i think the context behind that is like you really have to suck at it and just not grasp it yeah right, right versus right. like are you did you really even try at that before yes. you just paid someone yeah. to go do it right. and are you bleeding out because you're paying too much money for different mm-hmm. stuff and but just that hustle it you is. know and just being and even if you do pay something like you know obviously fat's done a ton of our content i should still see it i should still or you should still be writing the mm-hmm. content writing the paragraphs writing the message behind things and in my instagram fat does a lot of the He's done some of the photos or videos, but I do the write-up. Well, and like it's got it, you know, like you can't like outsource the, a personal brand. That's kind of the thing. asterisk to that quote, right? right? If you're not if you're not cheating, you're not trying. Asterisk. Side note: most cheating requires a shit ton of more hard work, yeah. but it's actually going to pay off. And like for for you and I, a good example that I think of if you're not cheating, you're not trying, is us pairing up and being a, becoming a partnership and doing yeah. everything together. Leverage because. Dude, leveraging. I'm always looking for that X factor and what's going to give us an unfair advantage. Hey, can I walk into a listing presentation for a seller, you know, who I'm trying to convince to give me $20,000 to sell their home and do all right? Yeah. Can I walk in there with you and do 10 times better with the same amount of effort on my end? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a cheat code right there, dude. It's a cheat code. And I, yeah. I like I like the cheat code phrase. I know if you're not cheating, you're not trying, gets taken out of context a mm-hmm. lot, but I also like breaking all the rules mm-hmm. breaking all the rules is like just thinking outside of the box and being creative and like if people found out like wait wait okay but so you guys are doubling up but you're splitting your deals together yep. so isn't that the same nope. no because on, one plus one doesn't equal two here no and that's where it's like hey if that's what you think like i can't talk to you yep. i'm not the best guy for you because you you don't you're not an entrepreneur mm-hmm. like you're not understanding at scale, the atmospherics of how people feel during a listing presentation, yep. the atmospherics of of leveraging someone alongside of you with a with a podcast, mm-hmm. the atmospherics of going and doing an event and having two different personalities that vibe well together, what that scales into. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's hard if people don't understand that then they're missing it. It's like, yeah, you and I split every deal. 
But if we're doing this many more deals together, then no, it's more money. And well, now we're, we have a team together. Yes. So now we're scaling and leveraging a team of 10 agents, yeah. right? And, and that's where you and I do save a lot of time because there's yeah. a lot of things you're great at with the team they come to you for. There's a lot of things I'm good at that they come to me for. Yeah. And that's where you and I do get to save some time and we give the team a feeling of having two people that they or, can go to. And time off. Right. right. Like all joking aside, like you My took a vacation. vacation. Right. Dude, but, but here's the deal. Like those things are needed mm -hmm. and it's mm -hmm. hard for solo entrepreneurs sometimes if they're running that company by themselves. It's like if they go they're still super is, stressed man. out or yeah. they can't get away from work. Yeah. You and I still spoke plenty while you were gone, but updates and keeping you posted and just letting you know, like the house isn't on fire, right? Mm -hmm. We're good. At mm -hmm. least you can still separate mm -hmm. and, and just be present with where you're at and then enjoy that. And if, you know, if I take one, same thing, right? Mm -hmm. So you can leverage time off as well. And, and it's important to understand that. And there's it some is. key, there's some, and, and that might be the Marine Corps me, mm -hmm. you know, because look, man, we didn't do anything. No one got anywhere by themselves. You know, growing up in an era when when combat was heavy, look, man, that was taught. You know, like you're not going to go win that war by yourself. You might get shot right in your ass, boy. Right. Five minutes right. into it, then what? Yeah. You know, where's your cheat code? Mm -hmm. You don't have one. You're mm -hmm. shot in the ass. That's mm -hmm. real. Like you're, it's going to hurt. You know what I mean? And you have to have guys help get you out. So I think that's super important. So yeah. yeah, but again, it's like I guess that could be if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. But we're not really cheating by. I just want to be careful with people taking which, that in context. Which is exactly why I, I rarely but say that But cheating the game, it's like, hey, yeah. think against the grain. Like when you're thinking about yes. being an entrepreneur, you're thinking about real estate and like, wait, these guys own a networking group based around fitness, but is solely for realtors and lenders. Right. Interesting. Weird. Oh, hey, you have a podcast that's mm -hmm. built upon like speaking about our process and documenting day one, dollar zero and, and how we've grown and where we're mm -hmm. at. Interesting. All while still leveraging our own company, our own personal sales, team sales, and then building a brand around that. Just the olive branches that kind of grow mm -hmm. from everything I think is what's important. So it's kind of like, yeah, you're cheating the game. Like you're taking it so much further. You're taking it outside of that comfortable box that most people like to take it. And well, we're putting out quality work. And this is, this is super huge because if you want to be the cowboy or, or, you know, be against the grain or do different shit like that's fine. But if we didn't have a quality podcast, if we didn't have quality things to talk about, if what we were we talking about, dude, homes. if what we were talking about didn't work out in the right with our day job, if we were unsuccessful, none of this would matter. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So this is where you got to be careful. And dude, I was a little bit of a cowboy in the Marine Corps, mm -hmm. but I was really fucking good at what I did. And with what I did there and, and with, you know, with work for the government and mm -hmm. police work like after that, like. You kind of have to have a chip on your shoulder to be successful in that world. Dude, I bet, man. Right? I bet. Like, and But here's why I think I thrive in entrepreneurship because it's like that's my next mission. Mm -hmm. And our battlefield is so unknown but so unlimited. Yes. Yeah. And I think once I started figuring that out, like once I started like get a little, get a little once taste. I got a little taste yeah, of like, nibble. hey, not only is this battlefield unknown, Hey, bro, it's unlimited. That's like, remember the old Minecraft where you just run into a wall and like it just won't let yeah. you go anywhere? Like, no, all right, I've seen I'll it. go yeah. back to right. Dude, there's none of that yeah. in entrepreneurship. Yeah. Like, you can take real estate and it dives into this, which dives into that. And, dude, you never know what you're going to end up in 20 uh -huh. years. And you go, well, it all came from this. But then I met this guy right. who knew this guy who introduced me to this guy. You just mm -hmm. never know where it's going to pop off and, and what you're good at. And I think, again, <clears throat> just coming from my background, I absolutely love the thought of just unlimited access to 
mission accomplishment. Whatever you want to do. Well, There's and, always a new battle. You know, why the cowboy mentality is so critical and pairs so well with breaking the rules is because whenever you do start breaking the rules, you're going to have people that doubt you. You're going to have people that try and talk you out of it. You're going to have naysayers. And if you don't have that cowboy mentality of, hey, I don't give a shit what you think. Mm-hmm. I know what I'm doing is the right path. And hey, if it's not, I'll adjust and figure it out still. I'm good. But the, the amount of people that you know, are probably looking at this podcast who know we're in real estate and they're like, are you podcast or real? how does podcast tie into real estate? You know, guys, it's really kind of a distraction for you to do this and not focus on your real estate. Like there's people out there that think that. And yeah. if you don't have that cowboy mindset, like we do of just, Hey, we don't care what you think. We're going to be successful at all of this and it's all going to work. And we yeah. don't need to explain it to you. You have to have that cowboy mentality. You do. Well, and here's the deal too, man. Like when people, I, I love telling this story. Because I thought it was going to get me in super trouble, <laughs> but it didn't. But uh, you know, it was um, like Kate and I's relationship. I remember I was bringing fat on, right? Mm-hmm. And um, she asked me about my day. And by the way, full context, she loves fat. She's not negative toward fat. But I was talking to her, and and this is sometimes what you and I forget mm-hmm. a year and a half in, you know, because we brought fat on super quick, full time, mm-hmm. and right. and um, I remember I came home one day and I was talking about it, and she's like, "It was just a hey, how's your day?" I'm like, yeah, hey, I had a meeting with fat, this and that. I'm going to be buying these cameras, and we're doing this and doing that. And, like, dude, we're still, you know, like, we were established, but we're not, like, that established, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, and I remember she was coming off protective, not toward fat, but mm-hmm. toward growth, mm-hmm. toward, well, is that what you're ready for? This So it wasn't a fat thing. It was a, oh, a full-time videographer. Oh, and you're buying equipment for that, and that's expensive. Mm-hmm. And so it wasn't like a don't believe in fat thing. It was just creating that position thing and i remember telling her and i was like hey i'm not asking for your permission nor was i asking for your opinion you know what i mean and like i saw that filipino side for a second (laughs) i saw that eye squint you know what i mean like right right. where like she's throwing something at me and she's gonna gonna be speaking to god kate's also super logical well (laughs) thanks for saving me but then i helped myself and i was like hey you got some things in the mix, and I don't want to mention it. Um, she's got some really cool stuff in the mix with her dad with what she wants to build. And I said, hey, I don't ever speak to that. If you ever ask me my opinion, I'll give you what I can, but I don't have the context. And she goes, nope, you're right. You know, and I go, hey, you know, I appreciate it, but here's the deal. I don't ever want you to feel obligated that because we're together that you, like, have this need to give me your opinion. Right. It's unfair. It's unfair for her to just have to be obligated and i think sometimes we do feel like that when we have a partner Mm -hmm. you know whether we're married or boyfriend or girlfriend like we have this obligation that we got to give our opinion or that 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 person is expecting the opinion so we have Mm -hmm. to give it it's like no i don't because here's the deal like you don't have any context of every single thing that i do every day and, and every single conversation or plan or or just scope to what fat and i have spoken about up to this moment that's leading to the next step so one you can't speak to it. Secondly, I would feel bad if you would think that I would expect you to do something that, that I just know you're not going to be successful at, mm-hmm. you know? So mm-hmm. when people want to tell you as an entrepreneur, so some of you entre- young entrepreneurs out there just, or maybe you're shit, man, maybe even worse than young entrepreneurs are like entrepreneurs that are 40 mm-hmm. that have already had the day job and they have the bills and the life and, and this image. And sometimes it's harder to undo that versus like just, being the kid who's like, oh, you're still young and dumb. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're a dreamer, but it's mm-hmm. acceptable. Mm-hmm. Versus these older entrepreneurs that are really starting to come out 
and un- and unwind and backtrack a little bit to do it, you know, like, yeah, you have to be hardened and you have to just understand like, Hey, sometimes people just want to care and give you opinion, but like, is it accurate? Like, do they have enough context to speak to mm-hmm. you? And then secondly, here's the deal. If you're going to confidently be able to like not give a shit, like you're saying, like just not give a fuck and just do what you're going to do. Do your best to think it out the best you can. Yes. Or like have somewhat of a plan. Like I don't want people thinking that you and I just go rocking out with our whatever's mm-hmm. out all day, every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Fuck the world. Like, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. There's still rhyme and reason and plan. And under like uh, for the cowboy analogy that we're using today, if he's going up north from Denver to, to San Francisco for the gold rush. Yeah. Okay. Okay. He's against the grain and he's. He's the dreamer. He's gone from town to town. But I bet he packs enough food and enough water. And I bet he's taking care of his horse. And I bet he's got some type of understanding on which path to take and how to avoid Indians. I don't fucking know, right? Like, I'm guessing there's some rhyme and reason and there's some method to his madness. You know, and it was the same thing that we had in the Marine Corps, man. We still had plans and we fell back on on fundamentals because you can't plan for everything in those in those eras but mm-hmm. or in those realms but it's, just, it's the same thing with entrepreneurship it's really hard not to listen to everyone if you don't have a plan or if you it haven't is. thought your own process and then people start walking up to you and they're giving you thoughts that you haven't thought for yourself you're not prepared mm-hmm. so i don't want this image or this this analogy today of being a cowboy is just like some free-spirited gunslinger that doesn't have a plan mm-hmm. no mm-hmm. no no mm-hmm. There's a lot more method to his madness in his head. Yeah, you there know? is. And like I've mentioned Cerrone before, like that dude's awesome, right? And he's partying and he living life and jet skiing and all that stuff. Don't think that that guy doesn't train. That he's, well, and that don't he's think not that methodical. he's not prepared. Yeah, don't think right. he doesn't visualize and doesn't train and, and doesn't put his body through hell uh-huh. so he can fucking rock out when he sees you in that ring and beat the shit out of you. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And, uh-huh. So I, I just hope, especially, like I say, for, for newer, younger entrepreneurs, like there's still some rhyme and reason. There's still, hey, there's still a ton of direction mm-hmm. and preparation to everything that and, we and do. And dues that need to be paid, man. And that's yeah. why I'm glad we brought up getting a job, right, in the industry that you're interested in. Like I think there's a lot to be said about, again, a cowboy and afraid to break rules and go get a job. Get his hands dirty, right? Like mm-hmm. you're not there forever. Go there, learn some shit. That was my college, dude. Like, I knew I was getting into real estate. I knew I wanted to be around the people that were in that company and that the guy that was leading that company, I just wanted to be around him. Yeah, bro, sign me up. Get me a job. I'll show up every day after I train people all morning. And then before I go and work on the homes after that. And um, then what if he says no? No what? No, Because I got a note down, not taking no for an answer. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, if he says no, cool. All right, man, adjust, go somewhere else. So go somewhere Um, else. Sometimes I think we have those, we get super motivated. Yeah, yeah. And then we hear a no, and then some people want to cash in. mm -hmm. Or they've heard, well, I've heard 50 no's. Bro, yeah, it could be the 51st. (laughs) And guess what? It's probably the 1,000th. No, <laughs> keep going, man. And and guess yeah. what? If that if you can't take those fifty no's, you might be better off going and getting a job instead of trying to be an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Like a better like I think that's, dude, that's a cowboy thing right there, man. Like just knowing, hey, I gave this a shot. This is not for me. I want my four hundred one k. I want my paycheck every other week. I want my two weeks of vacation every year. Mm-hmm. I'm happy there, right? Well, and maybe. And, and this is, you know, I'm glad you said that because, you know, this is, this podcast is geared toward entrepreneurs and, and stuff and cool. But, you know, I just, I've always said it, you know, I think Bruce Willis said it, didn't he? Like on, um, what movie was it? Uh, Armageddon. Mm-hmm. 
when he's like, cowboy the fuck up and mm-hmm. put that drill through that rock okay. or whatever the yeah. fuck. You yeah, know, yeah, and yeah. obviously yeah. Bruce Willis isn't the originator of that term cowboy up, but I like it. <clears throat> and it's sometimes it's almost more important for for people that do live in that corporate, you know, corporate America world. And it's like, man, I just I love the thought of visual, visualization mm-hmm. and I love compartmentalizing. And hey, when you leave that job, man, turn up some country music in your car and rock out to that or whatever you like listening to. And and then maybe you go to the gym mm-hmm. or maybe you go to jujitsu or, you know, or whatever you're doing. But now, nah, man, you get to be whoever you want. And that's mm-hmm. why I love the gym, too. It's like, man, you can turn on what you can turn on a podcast. You might be listening to us right now, you know, or you're going to the, you know, to the gym jujitsu or you're gonna go play some ball with your kids like you can visualize and kind of be whoever you want now mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i almost sometimes feel like yeah it's super important for entrepreneurs man to to visualize and have the right direction because it is such a free world it's such a free fall you know I'm like it, it can eat you up mm-hmm. or it can catapult you depending mm-hmm. on how you approach mm-hmm. it there's a lot you know so yeah there's definitely a lot with structure and direction and and in our world as entrepreneurs you're gonna get a lot of no's Right. But you have the freedom of going somewhere else. You're going to get a lot of like having to think against the grain, having to think outside yeah. of the box, because it's like, what are you going to do to have that next edge? Yeah. What are you doing different than everyone right. else to have an edge versus people that are in entre- or people that are in corporate America? Like if you're if you have an idea and your boss says no, you don't go to your boss's boss and say that idea. Mm-hmm. Right. Because then the, your boss will come back to you. I'm like, you're fired, bro. Mm-hmm. You can't just jump your chain and come Like sometimes like, yeah, there's a lot of restriction to, hey, I, I don't have a, an option when I hear a no. It's a no. Mm-hmm. But that's also why I think it's so important to get involved in jujitsu, get involved in the gym, get involved in flag football and. Mm-hmm. You're thinking that you're Peyton Manning, just yeah. you're the sheriff, man, just gunslinging. And a work, lot of it's and dude, a lot of high powered athletes, a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of, a lot of people, they do visualize this, themselves a certain way. And I yeah. think that that's super important, even if you're only going to get away for two hours and you're yeah. playing some flag football before you go home. Yeah, man, be that guy, be ever, yeah. be whoever you wear your old guy's favorite jersey on, man, and imagine being him or you're playing in the Super Bowl who cares if you're 40 and you're mm-hmm. playing flag football you can still imagine like just being in that Super Bowl or whatever and just enjoy it just embrace it, have some fun with it and I think you and I get to do so much of that because that's what our job is reliant upon creativity what are you going to do that no one else is doing you know being against the grain to an extent can be encouraged mm-hmm. as long as you're proficient and like for you and I. And it's authentic. No one really shuns us, man. No, we not don't at all. Maybe because we're bigger. <laughs> I don't know. But nobody in our day-to-day contact really does anything but encourage everything that we're yeah. doing. However, they also see how prep how prepped we are. Yeah. They see how professional we are. They see we how do. well we handle clients. Yeah. They see how well we handle contracts. They see how quality our podcast is. Like they see that our thoughts are put together. So they can see our product yes. full circle. Yes. You know, so it'd be weird for someone to not encourage what we're doing. Mm-hmm. But again, we're in this world of entrepreneurship where, yeah, you're the next best thing or you're creative or you're just thinking outside of the box or maybe, you know, or just who you are in general. Like I, I get a lot of reaction of just who I am. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not trying. Just who I am creates a ruckus. It right. just it right. creates great conversations where people just got to come up and like tell me their favorite cop story or ask me who that what the hell happened. Like, you get stung by a bee. I yeah. don't I don't know. Like. <laughs> Just me walking into a room, it oh. creates some some entertaining uh-huh. conversations it sometimes, does. you know. So in our world, I think we're using that to our advantage yeah. versus people that maybe aren't in that entrepreneurship world. Like it's, it's a little bit more restricted, but that's why, again, it might be more important for you to get to that jujitsu dim 
yes. to get to the the traditional gym to go play that flag football and just get a release go yeah. be whoever you want to be for a couple of hours you know and, and come home a little less stressed yeah you know i uh i want to touch on something here because i had an interesting conversation with the guy this weekend hold on you're what guy are you talking to on uh, hey you were with the guy this weekend you facetimed me what guy you facetimed me when <laughs> at that, that barbecue was on our Saturday. client <laughs> And who I, had a dildo on his door? He did. That's a door stop. Yeah. <laughs> that, remember that? that remember awesome. that gag gift from that closing? So he put it on his door on the on the back door of his house, <laughs> and he's using it as like a door stop so his door doesn't hit the outside of his house. <laughs> it's so funny, and it just bounces. It works. It's super proficient. Yeah. So as we're talking about being a cowboy and stuff, one thing I want to touch on is it doesn't so you're always talking mean to this guy. Yeah, but it doesn't always mean like being fancy, right? Nope. Sometimes it means being again just really good at your craft and taking mm-hmm. pride in that. And I was at a barbecue, and this guy I was talking to owns his own barber shop. His grandfather started. His dad took it over. He just bought it earlier this year or last year, last July. And um, I'm talking to him and I'm like, yeah, man. So, you know, what do you guys like specialize in? What do you do over there? And he goes, man, we just give regular haircuts, but they're barbers, right? Like yep. they're dudes, regular haircuts. And this light bulb went off and I'm like, dude, I'm like, that is so awesome with barbers now. Like that's all popular and shit. But I mean, like well, every barber is popular. like the, they're getting more popular. You see the guides oh, with their, their straight razor line part oh, yeah, and yeah. the fades where everyone's about the fades and the straight razors and all this shit right now. The greasers. And I'm like, what about the 80% of dudes that just want a normal haircut? Yeah. And he, and he's like, yup. He's like, dude, that's our guy, man. The regular dad who works his IT job and he doesn't <laughs> want to fade. He just wants a regular damn haircut. Or and, maybe a conversation. In a conversation. Barbershops, barbershops dude. are unique, man. Barbershops create... Some really cool atmospherics. Sometimes that's like a man's support group. That's like the one place a guy can go to where maybe his lady doesn't think he's cheating. Right. She actually believes he wants yeah. to go there. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, and I'm obviously I'm being funny. I'm not accusing any girls of being crazy. But right? but dude, that but, just um, that just some good atmospherics. There. That just goes to show that I'm like, man. I said that like that's gangster right there. Like that you're just dude. You're well, just, just being true to who you are. Yeah, right? and you're not necessarily ha- again and. You don't necessarily have to make it more than it is. So when we talk about like being against the grain or like being over the top for the sake of being over the top, mm-hmm. no man, like that's not good. Like, are you and I over the top? I don't think so. I Mm-mm. think we're creative. I think we're just being true to who we are. Mm-hmm. This podcast organically grew, you know, between the three of us. You know, things that we're doing with FitWorks. FitWorks just organically grew. We we were doing videos once a week. And now that you and I have quote unquote real jobs, cause you're not in a gym and I'm not at that mm-hmm. fitness company. Mm-hmm. People were curious how we were keeping our, our diet and exercise on point the best that we could while still helping clients. We were getting the most traction off of those videos, the fitness videos. Yeah. Yeah. Every, so we were doing videos every Friday before this podcast, we were doing videos every Friday, you know, on our social media. And out of all the videos we did the most traction and it was, Bless your heart is your your idea, your stupid idea. I remember the first one. You oh, want to go shit. Facebook Live and talk about fitness. I'm like, fuck, bro. <laughs> no, man. Like I've been in uh, fitness forever. I want to I want to talk about some I don't care what we talk about. I'm talking about ducks. I don't care. Yeah. Like, you know, no, but we did it. And of course, of course. <laughs> so it had many like comments. 80, and, now yeah. some of the comments were us, but it had like 89 yeah, comments, yeah. that damn thing. So we're like, all right, well, let's do that some more. And then before you know it, it was like, well, why don't we just make a networking group? Aren't there other networking groups out there called networks and places that cost money? BNI, Master Networks. Why don't we yeah. just make one for free? Call it FitWorks, yep. as in being fit works. Yep. And then let's go over psychologically and physically the benefits of diet, nutrition, and then how to incorporate that into our world. And yes, it's only for lenders and realtors because that's our world. 
we do it, you know, midday when it's usually slow for our mm. types of careers and, and lenders and realtors can get away. And But it's also fun to contribute and just give back to our industry. Mm-hmm. And it's been phenomenal. So we didn't plan that. We, so we're not being over the top. We're not being different for the sake of being different. Something bloomed. It was like, hey, there's a demand here. Mm-hmm. And just being sensitive to that and responding by taking action. That's where the cowboy comes in. Right. Just cowboy up, man. Just have some fun with it. Like, hey, fuck it. Mm-hmm. Let's just... Mm-hmm. Uh, other companies, other big companies have made a, a networking group. Why the fuck can't we? Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. we can. Cool. Let's do it, right? And then we rock out and we do it. But we're not doing it for the sake of being different. We're not doing it, mm-hmm. but it's not true to who we are. And then again, but you have the opposite where you've got this gentleman who owns a barbershop and could they get more creative or do other stuff? Yeah, but that's not them. So it would be for the sake of just doing it. Yeah. And I think it would hurt you because people, people know that that's not you. It right? would, dude. And yeah. again, and that's the thing. And it's like, man, I love that because he's not trying to be fancy. He's not, hey, things are successful. I like The regular dude needs a haircut. And yeah. I told him, I'm like, yeah, bro. Like, where does the regular guy go? Like, sports clips sucks. He got some cosmetologist who knows nothing about She's not a barber. She doesn't know men's hair. Those places Sorry, are hard. Huh? Dude, they are hard, man. They're super They got hard. all these girls dressing in miniskirts now for like these the haircuts and it costs you 30 bucks. Well, and I guess fun she fact, puts a hot towel on your neck. Well, and but. he told me this too. He goes, hey, bro. He goes, those are legitimately cosmetologists. They're yeah. not barbers. They didn't go to barber school. They go to cosmetology they school do. with a little bit of hair makeup this this nails and they kind of learn to fade but, yep. but a barber's a lot more advanced and they can straight razor and do different things mm-hmm. and dude something like i know sex appeal sells and and men i get it we're idiots right so not with my hair. Any, listen if there's any females listening i know we're idiots i'm not even i'm not even defending mankind okay <laughs> men kind not mankind yeah, that's both but we're idiots and i get that hey sex sells and young cute little whatever's you know true to an extent, but men also is, even though we don't talk about it as much, right? Like we do enjoy how we look. We do want to take care of how we look. We are cognizant of what our hair looks mm-hmm. like. And you might go there one time, maybe, I don't know. Like I, I don't use those places, you know, but maybe a guy goes there and maybe at first he thinks that's a cute idea, but here's the deal. Like you mess his hair up, right? And like, it's just not for him. And like, there are some things for guys where we do just want guy talk. Mm-hmm. We do just want a good haircut. Or and, no talk. Just yeah. sit the fuck down <laughs> or cut no my talk. hair yeah. and I can leave. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you talk. You, you are a co-owner of a podcast. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Maybe you do want but, no talk. Yeah. Maybe we're talky-talky way too much. Yeah. yeah. I, I honestly like, like, just. But yeah. I like that. I like when it, but again, I'm sure, you know, um, I'm sure like. People have given that guy ideas, or I don't know, or yeah. business is good. Hey, so. why don't you do this? Why don't you do well, this? And that's the other thing with business and writing momentum. Like, business is good, so you start thinking of, like, what else you could do versus, yep. like, no, just continue to triple down on what's working. You don't have to go add a ton of Mm-mm. shit to this thing. Like, it's working. Let it mm-hmm. work. Just triple down on it. But I like when someone can just be like, look, man, this is what we do. This yep. is how we do it, and, and we're good with that because I, I, I respect that just as much as, like, if you and I want to do several different things, as long as we can manage it and it's proficient and it's to the quality that we want it. Yes. And there's a delivery to it and it's helping someone. Hey, cool. I, mm-hmm. you know, I think you and I should cowboy mm-hmm. out and do that. And, mm-hmm. but this all boils down to you and I being that way and just not listening to any naysayers or, or listening to any negative opinion if we ever get those. Mm-hmm. And then the same thing with him, you know, mm-hmm. just not listening to anyone else and just running his, his barbershop for the vision that he sees and mm-hmm. not necessarily having to be romantic about him. Mm-hmm. Right. 100%. And my final point here is that, um, you know, as a cowboy, as an entrepreneur, uh, as anyone in business, 
you have to do some things, and I'm glad you brought up working out and jujitsu mm -hmm. because you have to do some things that are going to build up your confidence and your reliability on yourself. Mm -hmm. For me, I know if I make a promise to myself, and it took me a long time to develop this over a lot of failures, but I know if I promise myself I'm going to do something 1,000%, it's happening. I will not let myself down, right? Yeah. With you as a partner, it's tenfold. I Has won't let be. me down. I definitely don't want to let you down, right? And I'll kill you. I also, I know. I'll but we also bust our ass in the gym every day. Yeah. Jiu-jitsu, get fucked up. Like, you know, it's just like we put ourselves out there so much that our self-confidence just grows, man. And we know that we can handle whatever comes our way, mm -hmm. which makes it super easy to take on new endeavors, to build a team, to take action when we know, hey, at the end of the day, we're going to be all right. And the more self-confidence that you grow, usually the calmer that you get. You're mm -hmm. not out puffing your chest up nope. at everyone or barking at everyone. You're not trying to convince everyone of what you're doing. You're not trying to convince other people of what they should be doing. Mm -hmm. You know, like on our team, I think one of the biggest, like, um, I guess shocks is that we don't have a, a number, you know, like we don't, we don't have a, like when we, mm -hmm. you know, like our, you know, our agents, of course they can have, of course we have goals. And of course we go over their goals, but we don't have minimums mm -hmm. for our team and everyone's crushing anyway. We're fine, but we want people like we want to help people within their goal. Mm -hmm. Like I don't want to be telling anybody what they should be doing. So just as like, so I, it's just, if you're still listening to this, especially if you're younger entrepreneurs, the more confident you get, the more successful you get in your realm and you've proved some things to yourself, you don't have mm -hmm. to prove it to anyone else. Correct. And you start become like, you're at peace with that. <clears throat> and the less you have to explain yourself to everyone mm -hmm. and the less, and the less you're trying to tell everyone else how to live. And I think a lot of times with us, and I mean us, I just mean humans, mm -hmm. you know, when we're not as confident at what we're doing or when we subconsciously know that we could be doing more or doing better, we don't have the confidence in what we're doing in the first place. We tend to tell people how to live or, mm -hmm. or tell people our ideas of, of what we think we should be doing. And we put that on others right. versus the more successful you get, you don't just like with fighters, like what you, you know, like in jujitsu, man, like you'd be surprised for the most part how like a lot of your successful jujitsu guys or fighters are super calm. Dude. They're not the guy trying to start the fight in the no, bar. No. But if a fight comes, well, then you'll handle it and take care of it. But they're just, their demeanor is a lot different the more proficient they get. And believe it or not, we saw a lot of that with gangs. You know, like when I was a cop, hmm. you know, like a lot of your veteran gangsters, look, man, they were quiet. You wouldn't catch them with anything in a car. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't catch them out participating or doing mm -hmm. anything, right? Some of the worst ones were wannabes <clears throat> yeah. because they were trying so hard to be a part of something or trying to be so hard and just be something that maybe they would end up being, but maybe yeah. they were just forced. Maybe that's not who well, they they're, really they're really trying want. to prove to themselves that I and am to, this thing. And they're right. trying to prove to other people. But here's yeah. the problem when you're trying to prove something to big homies. That's your interpretation of what you think that they want. Mm -hmm. They're not necessarily telling you to do anything. You're just out running amok doing things, thinking that you're you're doing stuff that's impressive, but you're you're not necessarily in communication with mm -hmm. big homies that are that are delivering a message to you. Dude, that correlates right? perfect to business, man. The it people does. just being outrageous just to be outrageous. And I think that's super important. I think, you know, when we have some fun with this topic today, and I know you're capping it off and we talk about just cowboying up and just being against the grain, but it's it's really just boils down to just look, be true to who you are mm -hmm. and then just don't be scared of that. And just understand that failure's gonna come with that. Naysayers are going to come with that. Mistakes are going to come with that. You're going to cut your chin a little bit here and there. You're going to fall mm -hmm. off. You got to get back up. But just not trying to necessarily create any more attention to yourself. Just go out and just and just. 
be something, be built from something, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Put the effort into whatever you're trying to do. Make sure that your effort is adequate. Mm -hmm. Die on your own sword, man. Don't mm -hmm. gaff stuff off. If you're going to do it, do it to the best of your ability. And you don't know, you don't have to listen, you know, for anyone else to tell you when to quit. Like you, you know yourself, you know when to move on and do something different and when not, and when you're putting in the work and when you're not. But the biggest thing is not trying to force anyone or convince anyone to believe in what you're doing. But at the same time, you know, don't expect them to support you either. Just go out and be about what you're doing. Yes. Put that foot, you know, put your best foot forward and just, just fucking cowboy up, man, and have some fun with it. I, I like think it's it. the biggest thing, man. I like it. Yeah. I like it. I like you. That's good, man. That's, that's good. some broke back mountain cowboy <laughs> like shit right you. there, fat. <laughs> I like you, cowboy. Oh, uh, shoot. That's All right, funny. guys. Well, until Friday, we will see you when we see you. That's right. Another great topic Friday. Yeah. As always, we're biased. Enjoy your Monday, guys. Have a good one. Take your time. <laughs>